here we are again for another Press On podcast. Thank you so much. I know that there's many things you could be doing or listening to, but thank God that you've joined me. I appreciate it, and I pray that the Lord will bless you as we move on this podcast to conclude uh, by the second podcast today, the message that I've entitled, God's Process for Peace. Uh, And uh, I'd encourage you to go back and look uh, at and listen to uh, last week's podcast uh, for part one. Let me just summarize by saying that we're in Second Chronicles chapter 20. We're looking at the life and some of the kingly reign of King Jehoshaphat. And in chapter 20, he finds himself surrounded by three different enemies, enemies that could wipe them out and they could suffer tremendous casualties. And uh, we talked about how we're following a process, God's process, that worked out in the life of Jehoshaphat and really the, the, the nation of, Jude, uh, of Jude, Judah uh, in a very critical time. And uh, really important for you to listen to the first podcast. I don't have time to go back and kind of lay the groundwork of why I'm using uh, a number of words that all start with the letter P. Uh, it's an alliteration uh, technique. Uh, and I, we talked about how there was the problem, there was a prayer, there was the perspective, there was the personalizing, uh, there was the proclamation, there was a petition, and then we ended on verse 14 where the Spirit of the Lord came, that is, the presence of God came, and presence being the uh, seventh word, I believe, with uh, the letter P. Uh, this is just how I process this, uh, this chapter in my own life. I have it written in my Bible. I've gone back to this chapter a number of times as I face challenges. And again, I'm a process guy. Not everybody is. Uh, but uh, I hope that you can find something beneficial uh, out of uh, out of this, but he identified the problem that there was a great multitude. He had a prayer to God for God help us. Uh, he he placed a perspective where he recognized that God is God, Almighty God who rules over everything and everyone. And then he personalized it by saying, "You are our God." Uh, and he remembered some of the past dealings that God had with them. Then he he made a proclamation that they were going to stand in the temple of God. Uh, They were going to stand before God, and they were going to cry out to him no matter what. And they had full confidence that God was going to hear them in their time of affliction. He was going to come and save and rescue them. And it led him then to pray a prayer of petition. Again, the first prayer was, God, help us. This petition was, oh, God, judge them. Judge the enemy. You're the righteous judge. You see and know all, and we're your people. You judge them. And as they did that, it says that the Spirit of the Lord came, and that is the presence of God. Now, I want to move on. In verse 15, Jehaziel, upon whom the Spirit of the Lord came, now he's he's speaking uh, with the Holy Spirit upon him, and he says, uh, on behalf of God, listen All you, Judah, and inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you, King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid or dismayed because of the great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Now we come to the letter and the word promise. 
from God's presence that came, there comes a word from God and God gives them a promise that you don't need to be afraid. You don't need to be discouraged. Don't, don't, uh, you may feel, you may see, but you must know that uh, I am with you and the great multitude, this great challenge, this great trial that's come into your life, it will not overcome you. They will not defeat you. And the battle is not yours, but it's mine. I'm going to take the responsibility. I've heard your prayer. I've seen uh, your perspective and your personalizing. I heard your proclamations. I heard your petition. And now my presence is with you, and I give you this promise that they're not going to uh, overrun you. And he he goes on and, and gives them further instruction. Verse 17, you will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. My friends, oh man, right now, there's somebody, some people listening to me, that you are in a time where you're facing a huge problem, and you have prayed, God help me. And you have most likely said, I'm praying to you because you're the only one who can do it. And you're right. God is God. And now move, move a little bit more in this process, will you? Think this through for your life. Personalize it. You're my God. Come and save me. Come and help us. And then you say, and, and I'm not going to move away from this. I'm not going to yield to my troubles and trials. I'm not going to have a mindset that says I'm defeated. I'm not going to speak that out. Uh, I'm going to speak life. I'm going to speak victory. I'm going to lay hold of this for your name. Lord, that wicked stuff that's coming against me, the, the, the impact of opposition against me, will you judge that? Come forth in your might and your power and your righteousness. Judge my enemies. Yes, you. it's okay to pray that. If you read through the book of Psalms, you'll see those kind of prayers. And man, what brutality there is in some of those prayers. They're called imprecatory uh, prayers. Uh, imprecatory Psalms, where it says, you know, go and break the arm of the wicked, slay them, cast them down into the dust, uh, you know, kill them, wipe them off the face of the earth, remove them from your remembrance. I mean, the powerful stuff here, but that is a petition for God's righteousness to come in and for God to make that judgment call. And as we do that, God assures us that we're going to have his presence And out of that presence, he's going to remind us of promises, just like Jehoshaphat. It speaks to you and me today. You do not need to be afraid. You do not need to be dismayed and downcast. Word of God says, why so downcast? Oh, my soul, put your hope in God. And God says to to Jehoshaphat, and he's saying it to us today, right now, I mean, literally right now, my friend, think of what that great trial, that great challenge, the opposition in front of you. Call it out. Say maybe you're driving or you're sitting at home or in the office and you're listening or you're watching. Speak it out. Say, this problem is such and such. And then declare, I do not need to fight in this battle. Position, I will position myself. I will stand still and I'll see the salvation of the Lord because you are with me. He goes on and says, do not fear, do not be dismayed. But tomorrow, You'll go out against them, but the Lord is with you. And 
that is a great and tremendous promise. In fact, the Bible tells us in the New Testament that God has given us many great and wonderful promises that are for life and for godliness. He's given us resources unlimited. Christ has said that in me you'll have life and life more abundantly. Listen, my friend, the presence of God moves us into the place of seeing and recognizing and laying hold, receiving by faith all of God's promises, and they're for you. They're not just written in the book. This is not fantasy. This is, this is not myth and superstition we're reading here. This literally happened, a literal king in a literal time with a literal enemy, and it's the same in our lives. And uh, the, the call of God to us in our time is to reiterate to us, to, to impact us right now, that the promises of God for you and for me are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. This process of peace for Jehoshaphat and the people of God continued, and it says, verse 18, that Jehoshaphat bowed with his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah And all the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. This leads me to the next P word. Uh, From the promises of God, you move into a position of worship, a position of of giving God praise, of giving Him glory. No, 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 listen. This is not at the end when maybe they've won. This is in the midst of what they're going through. This is when the enemy was at the door. This is when death was knocking. This is when their uh, existence was on the line. The enemy was still there. They were still hollering at the walls, the defeat of them, the death of them, telling them what they're going to do to them. And in the midst of their trial, right, in the midst The presence of God comes, the promises of God ring true in their ear, and it finds a way to their heart, and they position themselves. Remember, he said, position yourselves. Stand still. You'll see the salvation of the Lord. What do you do? Does that mean that we just twiddle our thumbs? That means that we just give up all of our spiritual disciplines? Does that what that means, to stand still, to do nothing? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But it does mean that we don't run helter-skelter. It doesn't mean that we run around like a bunch of chickens with our heads cut off, just scurrying around, trying everything, calling everything, trying to find somebody like a guru to give you a word in due season that'll just be right and it'll just magically fix. No, in the midst of your pain and suffering and your trials, in the midst of it, my friend, bow your head, put your face to the ground, lift up holy hands in his presence. And, and worship him. Give him praise and glory. Acknowledge that his, pre, that his promises that are yes and amen, they're powerful promises, great and powerful promises have been made to you, made to me. And we can embrace those from that position of humility. Oh God, we don't know what to do. We can't fight this battle, but you are ours and your presence and your promise have spoken to us. Oh, God, thank you. Thank you a million times over for that. We receive it. It says in verse 20 that they rose early in the morning, and as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood, and he said, Hear me, O Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. 
from that position of humility, from that position of worship and giving God thanks and praise, came Jehoshaphat speaking what? The next P word, the prophetic. He was speaking prophetically to them. Again, realize the context. They're in the midst of their trials, in the middle of it. And yet he says, if you will believe the Lord, he prophetically speaks to them. If you will believe God, you will be established. That means that you will be strengthened. You will be held fast. You will be found secure and believe as prophets and you shall prosper. Here was the prophetic word. Now, you know, people run around a lot of times trying to find a prophetic word and they go online and they listen to uh, prophets you know, whether they're real or not, I don't know. But they go and they're looking and listening. And maybe occasionally you find something. But I would tell you this. You can come to this book. This book is filled with the prophetic. And even today, I'm going to be so bold as to say, in this process of peace, God establishes uh, that the prophetic is for you. And and I'm speaking to you prophetically because this word is a prophetic word. It was then and it is now. In the middle of whatever you're going through, my friend, the prophetic word to you is believe God and you will be established. Believe his word. Believe the prophets. Believe what's written in by the apostles. Believe in this word of God and you will be established, root ground and strengthened and stabilized. You will endure. You'll be like Psalms 1, a tree planted by the rivers of water that bear fruit, that doesn't uh, shift and, and shade, and it prospers in all he does. This is the prophetic word. And it says in verse 21 that when he had consulted the people, he appointed those who would sing to the Lord all who should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out to face the army. (laughs) As they went out before the army. Praise the Lord, for his mercy endures forever. And now when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the enemy and they were defeated. Here's the next P word. Listening to the prophetic moves us from... We were in a position of worship and humility. Uh, We received the prophetic word, believe God, believe God, believe God. And when we do, praise erupts. The next P word in the process, prophetic to praise. And notice it says, when they began to sing and to praise. Well, I don't feel like singing and praising. Circumstances are horrific. My mind is filled with a million thoughts. My emotions are all over the place. Uh, I'm hurting. And, and man, we're not making light of any of that. That's real business in our lives, is it not? But it's when they began to sing and to praise, singing to the Lord, praising the beauty of his holiness as they went out before the army, as they went out. My friends, let praise erupt in you today. Praise the Lord. And again, I say, praise the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Uh, We are to walk in the joy of God. And again, I say, rejoice. Rejoice and rejoice again. Uh, to, To be filled with praise 
When? In the midst of your problems. In the midst. Even as you go out, some of you today literally may have appointments to meet with people. You may have circumstances that today is the day you've got to make decisions. And uh, it's it's a painful uh, uh, circumstance that you're dealing with. Could I encourage you to sit right where you are and begin to think on this process that God established in his word? You know the problem. You make a prayer for help. You get the perspective that God is God. You personalize it. God, you're my God. You proclaim. You proclaim, I'm not going to be moved. I'm not going to shift away. I'm not backing up. I'm not giving in. Uh, I'm here before you, O God. God, judge righteously these situations. Judge all that is wicked and evil, everything of the powers of darkness. Judge it and, and bring me through it. And the Spirit of the Lord is guaranteed to come. It, the Spirit of the Lord in you as a New Testament believer will raise up. That's what the Spirit of God does. And it will bring to your mind, bringing today through me the promises that God is with you. You don't have to fight in this battle, that God sees it. He's going to reconcile things. You don't, you, but what you do need, you need to position yourselves in worship and then hear this prophetic word. Believe and you'll receive and you'll be established. And then praise begins to come out of your mouth. Praise the Lord. I know. I've had some uh, severe challenges. I don't, I don't often mention my things, but I, I just in passing, I, I'm, I'm helping a family member whose marriage is in trouble. It weighs heavily upon me. Uh, uh, a month ago, I had a heart attack, and I've had two different uh, uh, operations for the stents to be put in my heart. And well, thank God, I'm here still. And uh, pressing on, and uh, and challenging face uh, facing challenges even this week on things. Listen, we're not promised a rose garden. This is real life. Paul said, "I fought the fight. I kept the faith." And this is where we're at. But when we're in the midst of our uh, problems, we can begin to sing and praise the Lord. And it says, "The Lord set ambushes against the enemy." Amen. Wouldn't that be wonderful today? Uh, we might not understand it all. I don't think they understood it all. But the Lord said ambushes beyond Jehoshaphat and the people of God's reach. God did what only God can do. He said ambushes against the enemy. Uh, and then it says in verse 24, Judah came to a place in the wilderness. They looked at the multitude and there were dead bodies fallen on the earth. None of the enemy had escaped. Remember back the petition, oh God, will you not judge our enemies? That's not just a, a, a petition, b- bunch of words. When we cry out to God Almighty, declaring he's our God, and will you not judge the wicked? Will you not judge the evil? Will you not judge the, 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 the opposition that is against me today? God hears that, my friends. And he came and set an ambush, and the enemy was killed. Now look here, verse 25, Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoils and abundance of valuables, precious jewelry, more than they could carry away. There was so much, and they blessed the Lord. This leads us to, the, uh, to another P word, that is prosperity. Now I, I say that word, and I know it instantly 
can bring up in people's minds all the prosperity gospel. Listen, I don't even have time to go to that. I'm telling you that in this process, God's process of peace, there is a there is a time and a place where God will destroy the enemies that are set against you this day. Every power of darkness, every trial that has come to 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 kill, steal, and destroy you, God will come and judge your enemies. And when praise is on your lips, God cannot help but to bless you. Uh, Deuteronomy 28, that when we obey the Lord, it says that the blessings of God will overtake us. You don't have to run after God's blessings. God's blessings are running after you. Sometimes we're outrunning his blessings because we're trying to do what we're uh, what we think is going to bring them. When in reality, we just need to obey and then allow the blessings of God to overtake us. They had a prosperity come to them. Now look how it changed. They were at the point of death that were they're completely surrounded by the enemy, and yet. God, in this process of peace, works them through this process to the point where the enemy is destroyed and the blessings of God unfold. Don't be afraid of God's prosperity. God loves to bless his children. And I mean righteous blessing. You know the song, every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. That's biblical prosperity. If we take it and consume it upon our lust. That's a prosperity that's of the world. That's something else. But this is biblical prosperity, and it's the in uh, one just one of the many steps. And then we come to the last P in our process for peace. It says in verse 27, Then they returned, every man of Judah and Jerusalem, with Jehoshaphat in front of them, to go back to Jerusalem with joy, For the Lord made them rejoice over their enemies. Verse 29, And the fear of God was on all the kingdoms of those countries when they heard that the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. Then the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet, for his God gave him rest all around. You ready? The last P in God's process of peace is preeminence. Preeminence. Now, preeminence is not he's lifting us up as we're something. It's really God in us that gets the preeminence. But because God is in us, God exalts us over our enemies. Amen? Through this process, it ends where they had the enemy defeated. God defeated the enemy. They received the blessings of prosperity, and yet it says now that the Lord made them rejoice over their enemies, and the fear of God came upon those countries that had sent their armies to defeat the children of God. Fear of God came upon them when they learned that the Lord fought against the enemies. My friend, not you fighting, but the Lord fighting on your behalf, the Lord God of of all might and power, the Lord of hosts fights battles for you today. So let me just quickly go back through. We identify the problem. We have a prayer for help. We have the perspective of Almighty God. We personalize it as Him as our God. We make a proclamation that we're not going to bow, bend, or burn. We make a petition that God would judge our enemies. We receive the presence of God in our time of need. 
We hear and receive God's promise that he will fight our battles. We position ourselves in worship and adoration to God. We hear the prophetic word, believe in God and you'll be established. We begin to praise God in the middle of our trials. Praise God for the victory even before it's come. We praise, and when God defeats the enemy on our behalf, we receive the prosperity, the biblical prosperity of God to come to us to where we're not the uh, we're, we're, we've not been defeated, but we're the victors in God. And then it ends where we have the preeminence. We have the preeminence. Not of it's not by might, it's not by power, but it is by the Spirit of God, saith the Lord. And the Lord gets all the praise and all the glory, and yet we also get exalted. Where enemies around us will say, we've got to be careful when we come against Mr. So-and-so and and Sister So-and-so and and Brother Keith, because he, his God fights on his behalf. Hallelujah. And the result is, no matter what comes our way, no matter what powers of darkness are unleashed against us, no matter how dark the night may seem, This is God's process of peace, and our realm, our lives, our family, our home, everything of us can be quiet, and God will give us rest all around. God's process for peace, my friend, is for you, and I pray that that the, the podcast last week and this week has been a blessing to you. It's just been my way of handling many challenges in my own life. And I pray that it's been good for you. And I pray in the name of Jesus that these steps will be written down. You'll think about it. You'll work your way through these processes. It's maybe not for the faint of heart. It may be not for everyone. Uh, that's maybe not a uh, the same personality as I am, maybe. But I tell you, this is what I saw 2018 in my time of need. And it's for you today in your time of need. And I'm going to be praying that God brings you through this process and that the peace of God rests upon you. God bless you.